Welcome to the Flourish and Purpose podcast, a podcast that will inspire, motivate, and challenge you in living your life for Christ. I'm your host, Tamika Mahomes, and on this podcast, you can expect weekly encouragement and inspiration from me, as well as other inspirational guests. Now let's dig in. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Flourish and Purpose podcast, episode 10. I'm your host, Tamika Mahomes, and wow, I must say it really feels good to be back on here recording another podcast for you guys. It's been a while, and you know, I have not made a podcast in months. And I am sitting here with such a surreal and a great feeling because the last time I sat down to make this podcast, my life looked a lot different. So if you don't know, um, I have given birth to a beautiful baby girl um, in 2019, the end of 2019. So I decided to take some time away from the podcast to focus on the remainder of my pregnancy, as well as to focus on my beautiful baby girl once she got here. Um, so now I'm back to work and I'm back to getting in the swing of things. So I'm glad to be sitting down recording this podcast. I want to say thank you to you guys for your love and your support. Thank you for sticking around to hear the podcast. And I'm so excited for the things that are going to happen in 2020. Um, I just wanted to encourage you guys because I know 2019 may have left us all in different places, places we may have not thought of, uh, we may have not imagined. But the thing is, is that no matter what happened in 2019, 2020 is another opportunity for change in our lives. So I don't want you to go into this new year discouraged because of what happened to you last year. But I want to encourage you to use what happened to you in 2019 to motivate, push and challenge you in becoming better in 2020. So that's enough chatter, enough inspiration. And I'm going to go ahead and get into today's topic. So today we're going to be talking about the topic, why sermons are not enough, why sermons are not enough. So whether you just accepted God or whether you've been saved for a long time, one of the main things in our relationship and our journeys as Christians is going to church. Um, while many people do have a different perspective on if Christians should go to church or if we should stay at home, the important part of an important part of your relationship with God is making sure that you're connecting with him and getting a word of encouragement. Now, some of us, we go to church multiple times a week. Sometimes we go once a month. Some people even go once a year. But the common thing is that when we do go to church, we're usually going to hear a word that we hope will encourage us, will help transform us, and will help renew us in our relationships with God. But the thing about sermons is when we hear them, Do we know what to do with them? And this is a question that I had to examine myself to say, when I am going to church, what am I going to church to get? When I hear this sermon, what am I doing with the sermon? Am I taking the sermon and letting it disappear? Am I taking the sermon and meditating on it? Or am I taking the sermon and being truly changed and knowing what that word means in and out. 
So the thing about hearing a sermon from a pastor is that we must first remember that pastors are humans. Because I think sometimes we think because a pastor's up there preaching that a pastor is God and a pastor is not God. A pastor, a true pastor called by God is a simply a vessel of God who is shepherding people and who is spreading the gospel as God is calling him to. So we must first understand that they are humans. So when you know that your pastor is a human, humans do what? They make mistakes. Humans, as much as you don't want to hear it, your pastor can sometimes misinterpret things. You don't want to hear that, right? Sometimes it's intentionally. Sometimes it's not. If I can be honest with you guys, sometimes it's not. But the point is, how will you, as a hearer of that word, know if your pastor is properly explaining the scripture if you're not taking the time to read the word for yourself. The second thing you have to understand is that your pastor is only teaching you in a window of time. So your pastor can't really properly fully explain and execute the scriptures in the amount of time that a Sunday service takes. They're preaching on a basis of an overview or an explanation of the passage, but the time is limited. So therefore, Every single thing that the text is showing you may not be extracted in that time of a sermon. The Bible, we must also understand that the Bible requires us as Christians to study for ourselves. When you read 2 Timothy 2.15, it does not say that the pastor is responsible for studying for us. It doesn't say that your spouse is responsible for studying with us. It says that you are responsible for knowing the word for yourself. I'm going to go here and read the scripture from 2 Timothy 2.15 that I just mentioned. And when you hear this, you'll understand that God gave us a call of what we must do when we interact with his word. So 2 Timothy 2.15 reads and says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, not unto man, not unto your pastor, not unto your best friend. It says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. How do you learn how to rightly divide the word of truth? You know God's word. So the final point I want to go through is that we're called to apply God's word, not our pastor's word. So when you go back to my first point that 
if your pastor did not properly explain the text and you follow what your pastor said without studying it for yourself, but your pastor gave you incorrect information, then you're living in a, as a result, you're living in a way that's contrary to God's word, but that simply could have been corrected if you did what 2 Timothy 2.15 says when it says to study to show thyself approved. And I know you might be thinking, but the pastor's supposed to be explaining the text right in the first place. Isn't that what they're there for? So I can understand God's word. Well, I'm going to tell you something here. There's a lot of pastors. And when I say pastors, I'm, I'm using air quotes that were never called by God that are not properly explaining God's word. So will you apply the word correctly per your pastor or per your savior? Hey there, are you enjoying today's episode of the Flourish and Purpose podcast? Well, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you never miss an upload. Also, be sure to rate and review on iTunes. Now, let's get back to today's episode. Which one are you going to do? And the thing we have to realize is that this applies to everybody. Even if you've been saved for years, the Bible says in Matthew 24, 24, for there shall arise false Christ and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders in so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Did you catch that? They shall deceive the very elect. What does that verse show us? It shows us that some of the things that these so-called pastors are doing and teaching can look so close to the truth if you're not studying your Bible that even those who are elect, even those who are God's chosen people, even those who've been saved, sanctified, and Holy Ghost filled since they was five, even those people can be deceived. So the truth of the matter is that we cannot know God's will. We cannot know God's purpose. We cannot know God's plans if we don't first know him. Okay, I'm trying not to preach here. I'm just trying to do a podcast, but I'm getting a little preachy here because it's it's so true. You know, my church uh, for the first 21 days of January, we've been challenged not to go on any typical type of fast. Our pastor challenged us and said, these 21 days, read your Bible for two hours a day two hours and you know what you might not make it to the two hours every single day but if you're attempting to make sure that you're getting into God's word and to get into God's word at some point during your day instead of scrolling on social media instead of catching up with your friends instead of watching the latest tv show if you're taking that time to study God as much as you're studying things your relationship with God would be on fire so let's get back to, to, to the subject here. So let's talk about how do we go beyond the basic Sunday message. So the first thing that 
I would suggest you do when you hear a sermon from a pastor, whether it's a, I'm using the the uh, example of church. But even if you're listening to a, a sermon online while you're traveling or at work or whatever, the first thing I encourage you to do is to go home and study that text for yourself. And when I say study the text, I mean, don't just study the verse they gave you on prosperity and on how you're going to get all the money and how God's going to bless you if you do this and that. No, I'm not saying that. You need to read before and you need to read after. You need to study the entire chapter. You need to be familiar with the book because if we take one scripture, it's easy for us to twist the scripture when we don't truly realize what that scripture was really saying, who God was talking to, why God was talking to them, what he was saying. You have to ask yourself, what is the time they're speaking in? Who is the author speaking to? Why is the author sharing this message? And the reason that understanding the background is important is that one scripture can totally be taken out of context if you don't know the full context of what the author was saying. So that's why you need to go home. You need to study the text first before you take that word as full truth. That's the first thing. The second thing that you need to do is when you're reading the text, you need to ask yourself, what is God saying to you in the text? Is there a commandment? Is there an instruction? Is there wisdom? When we know God's word, we're responsible for walking in obedience to God's word. So if a text is providing you instruction, then you need to understand to walk in the obedience of the word that God has given you. The Bible's not all about happy days and sunshines. And I know I, I know people want to tell you that. But the Bible is about teaching you as a Christian how to live God's truth on this earth. So be sure not to just take that word as truth and to study the text and to know what God is saying to you and to his church in that text. Thirdly, you need to do what is called what it calls you to do. You need to walk in obedience. Now, some pastors, when they execute the text, they are explaining what the Bible is telling us to do. They give you practical steps. And James 1.22 says, But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. So the word's not only meant for us to read, it's meant for us to apply. And the application process is where it gets tricky for some of us because we seem to forget that we are to apply it according to God's word and not our own standards. We can't twist the scripture to fit our situation. We need to place our situation into God's word. So when you're reading the text, seek out what the instruction is and walk in the truth of the instruction that God is giving you. The final thing I want to touch on is prayer. I love that when we read God's word, we not only have access to the word in the text, 
we have access to the word in spirit. When we're reading the Bible, we need to pray. We need to ask God to reveal to us his word, to reveal to us what his word means, what it's saying so that we can make sure that we're in alignment with God. We need to seek God more than we're seeking man. And don't take this podcast as I'm saying don't go to church because you need to go to church, but you need to study your Bible outside of church. And when you hear these sermons and these messages, you need to study that word for yourself. So you need to seek God and ask him, how would he have you to apply the word to your current situation? You need to ask him, does it require you to rid your life of some things? Does it require you to change your perspective? Does it ask you to do something that makes you uncomfortable? All of these things are things that might make us shy away from going to God's word. But the truth is, it's the very thing that should drive us to his word. So I want to encourage you to pray to God and ask him to help you walk in his way, to help that when you, as 2 Timothy 2.15 says, when you study to show yourself approved, help him to show you how to rightly divide the word of truth and to live it out. I am trying to encourage you all in this podcast because I see so many times where Christians, we go to church and that's it. We go to church, we hear a sermon, we walk away. We don't study our Bibles. We don't read and we don't know what God is calling us to do. And that is an essential part of our relationship with God. You can't be in a relationship with God if you don't know him. And how do you know him? By studying his word. So I want to encourage everybody listening to this podcast to go beyond letting a pastor feed you. Go beyond sermons and let God feed you. Let God show you his truth. Let God help you to understand that text more. Church is important. I'm not saying it's not. But church is a piece of a bigger relationship that you need to have with God. So in closing, I want to reflect on James 4 and 8 that says, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. This verse shows us uh, that we have a responsibility in taking the steps necessary in our walk with God. When we seek to get closer to God, he will, in response, come closer to us. But he's counting on us to seek him. He won't force himself on us. He's waiting for you. Will you let him in? So I hope this word encouraged you. I hope it inspired you, if anything, to study your word. That's all I'm looking for in this in this sermon is for us to do as the Bible says, to study to show ourselves approved. So that's it for this week. I thank you guys for tuning in and I will catch you next time. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Flourish and Purpose podcast. 
If you would like a copy of today's show notes, head over to www.flourishandpurpose.com forward slash show hyphen notes. And as always, don't forget to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We'll catch you next time.